said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. To father, further, more other kids, either smoke reefer or either move white. There's few writers in my cipher, so they made lighter my typer. Dreams seem dumb, they said wiser. How many guys are you see making it from here? The world don't like us, is that not clear? All right, but I'm different. I can't base what I'm gonna be off of what everybody isn't. They don't listen, just whispering behind my back. No vision, lack of ambition, so whack. Motivation for me is then telling me what I could not be. Oh, fuck off. Maybe I ain't good enough for these officers Back to the drum bar, ducking officers It's all good cause the streets is saying RNS So with or without any of y'all involvement We coming for all of this, respect my conglomerate I went from pauper to the president Cause every deal I ever made said president Niggas probably thought I'd fall without old buddy Old buddy, what I do is make more money Dead teacher, you're probably somewhere near speaker. I'm falling out of control. Can you hear my sneakers? Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, aka Life As I See It. Episode 148. Uh, we got the homie Gert in the building, the homie Wolves, aka Bad Lungs in the building. We got C in the building. Shouts to the homie Rico Key, who uh, who may or may not be joining us a little bit later. And of course, before we get started, make sure that if you aren't already, make sure that you subscribe to the pod on all platforms where podcasts can be listened. Make sure that you also check out our YouTube page for all of our clips that we post on there. Hit that like, hit that subscribe button uh, at Life As I See It podcast YouTube page. And check out our visual content on Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as i see it podcast uh i made mention before last week that i am uh putting together uh, my first networking event out here in atlanta is called hitting gems it will be this this coming sunday if you are in the atlanta area uh make sure that y'all hit the link in my bio to uh be in the building for that it's going to be a super dope vibe uh, we got, we do have a, a, a special guest um, that will be revealed, obviously, once you get there. Um, and it's cheap, y'all. I mean, it's five dollars to get in. That's basically that's basically free in 2022. So, um, you know, come through all business professionals, all entrepreneurs, anybody who's doing something, or anybody who just wants to come out and catch a vibe. Um, come rock with us uh, Sunday, August 21st. 
Um, and shout out to Paige too. Uh, she is my business partner in this, and she is a barber at Killer Mike's Barbershop. She's super dope. Um, she's super nice with the clippers, and she does locks for, for, for people who got locks too. So um, shout out to her. So this week, uh, let's start with, I finally saw that Nori released the footage for the Dave Chappelle, Donnell Rawlings, and uh, Talib Kweli Drink Champs episode. Um, it looks like they cut a lot out. It was only about 45 minutes. Uh, I did. Star. It was, right. Well, that's correct. It was a Black Star interview. Um, and for those who don't know, Black Star is the group with Talib Kweli and uh, most deaf or now referred to as Yassine Bey. Um, but it was, it was, it was short. It was 45 minutes. I did enjoy it. I definitely wanted some more, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anytime you get those guys, I'm fan of all of them individually. So to have them all in the same room was a super big deal. Uh, nonetheless, I did check out the episode. Did any of y'all watch it? I ain't finished it. No, I ain't watched it. Uh, no, I didn't watch it either. It was, uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, it's always good to hear Yassine Bay talk because we don't see him a lot. Um, and, you know, he always has a lot to say. In this particular episode, excuse me, he, um, you know, they were responding a lot to the Kanye West statements that were made towards Talib Kweli. So they joked about that a little bit. But then Yassine kind of bigged up Kanye um, for anybody. Yeah. What's up? You gotta say spoiler alert when you nah, 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 nah. I don't. I don't. Listen. You don't be careful. <laughs> I don't I don't have to say it because I'm not Dude, really Nori, Nori and them ain't even spoiled it. They spoiled it by editing the shit. And then they <laughs> retracted they, they threw it out there. Oh no, nah, wait a minute, it ain't coming out yet. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I'm only I'm only bringing that to 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 bring up the uh the Kanye West doc because um there were a lot of references there. And when we talk about docs, uh, we've been talking about Mass Appeal. They've been killing the docs on Showtime. They got the Supreme doc. They got the, um, uh, did they do point guards too? Or that's not them? No, that's Durant. Durant. Oh, that's Kevin Durant. Yeah. Okay, shout out to him then, because um, I thought it was also a, a, a Mass Appeal joint. Um, but, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of good docs that's out. And normally we don't start with like TV or docs or anything like that. But um I've been hearing a lot of talk. Do I don't know if y'all have Apple TV or App, Apple Plus, whatever it's called. Uh, but I a lot of people have been telling me about these shows on Apple TV, one of which is Black, I think it's Blackbird, and the other one is Severance. Um so I I'm definitely gonna check out. Um, both of those shows at some point, you know, life be crazy. <laughs> life as I see it for everybody right now is a little all over the place. But um, I did want to put that out there because the trailer looked real good. And, um, you know, I think y'all should check that out. Um, I know Raising Canaan came back. I didn't see that episode yet. Uh, and I also know that the Game of Thrones, I guess it's the prequel, that's going to be coming out uh, this, this coming Sunday. So, um, you know, it's a few things for people to watch if you, you know, if you're looking for some things to watch. Um, <clears throat> but aside from that, first and foremost, I also do want to say shout out to Scoop B. Um, Brandon Robinson is his name, but he's you know referred to in a professional space as Scoop B. 
He is an NBA insider for Bally Sports, and we had a really, really dope interview and episode with him uh, that will be available. Well, by the time y'all hear this, that that's actually going to be out now. So make sure y'all go check that out. Uh, really dope, really informative, uh, a, a different perspective. And I, I enjoy talking to people like that who you can learn something from and you can kind of chop it with it and kick it with. So shout out to him once again. Um, now, <laughs> I just saw this random uh, this random post. So let me go back to it because it says, <laughs> it says rainwater is no longer safe to drink anywhere on the earth due to forever chemicals, and this, they got that in quotation, forever chemicals linked to cancer, studies suggest. So I don't know exactly who was out here drinking rainwater, but the fact that they're saying that all of the rainwater on the planet is essentially like contaminated, that seems a little crazy to me. That just goes in line with all of these different viruses that are coming out. You got the, the Zynga or whatever that's called uh, that just came out in China, they saying, uh, you know, people are dying from that. Uh, of course, you got the monkey pox. I think it was another something else they got. It just seemed like they trying to find all different types of ways to get us up out of here. Bill Burr style. <laughs> they want to eliminate people. Like, that's what it seems like to me. I Do y'all feel like that? Rightfully so. Yes. You said rightfully so. What you mean? Game over. <laughs> Too many people. Like the is the planet you, is not sustainable. Well, why you feel like that? What do you mean? I'm asking. Because of when I look at the resources and I look at the people taking up resources and I look at people, their productivity of contributing to making the world a better place, the world can sustain without humans. Like it would it, it as a whole. How many people really do we need here? Like, well, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. It's not just it's not just people taking up the resources. It's people that are ODing on the resources. Like, for example, like there's no reason for certain fish or certain animals to be extinct. That means you ODing with how you killing them. That's people abusing, abusing shit. That's not them using up the resources because fish and animals and all these different things they're here for us to eat or or whatever the who case said, may be who said that they here for us to do that who said they not sure. but sure. Um, but to say that they're like people don't need to be here they just like you know abolish that whole like abortion law so like they took that away so if you wanted less people here you would allow that to happen i don't no. think that no, 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 it, 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 we act like people, like, like the powers that be per se are all on one accord trying to have global domination. Like you got some people who have agendas or, you know, have, yeah, have agendas of what they want to do with the world. Then you have other people who may understand these agendas and they're trying to stop these things from happening. So where you got, I'll just go out on a limb and say it, uh, Bill Gates per se. Bill Gates put out a TED talk. He said on one, more than one, Bill Gates has said on more than one platform, he is looking to reduce the population. Um, you don't think they, that's evil? 
No, no, I don't. Why does that? But, but, but why should a person have the authority to kill other people? Yeah, and why shouldn't he? <laughs> like, like so we're we're, we're saying tough because decisions. life. Because I'm I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna answer the question. No, let me answer the question, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you finish. Okay. The, the reason why I say they shouldn't is because life is a gift and a privilege that none of us did anything to to get here. Like we didn't put ourselves here. That debatable. That's not debatable. Well, I'm saying where you say, um, like most people are here just from two people fucking. That's it. But and my point, but my point is they didn't have anything to, to do with them getting here. So then they don't need to be here then. Nah. It, 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 yo, dog, like this nigga, it, this it, you gotta warp, you gotta warp. Yo, girl, girl. What we smoking today? <laughs> you know, I'm, if we gonna be, if we gonna have an honest talk, let's have an no, honest. No, 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 no. This is between me and you, girl. This ain't got nothing to do with the population. <laughs> Let me know what you, what, what Zaza you doing right now, because I need some of that. I might hold, I might pause this and go try to find that. <laughs> kill everybody. That's <laughs> not what I said, but I'm saying the reality of like when we face with tough decisions. Everybody just goes to the pacify the situation answer. And that's not where I start from. Like I start from what makes sense, what's going on, what's happening. And then I look at realistically that backwards, right? Well, I want to quote you. I want to quote you because you said you heavy on the empathy and less on the sympathy. Yeah, I'm trying to complete my whole shit so y'all don't have me sounding crazy. With You just already like, sound crazy, but go ahead. I just want to know what is Zaza. You could do you after that. I don't, I'm with you. So look, right? Fact, I'm, with had, you. I'm with you, we girl. We X amount of people occupying space, right? And we understand most of these people are just taking up space. They, like, it's what are you, what do you feel your purpose is in life? What are you trying to accomplish in life? Are you trying to make the world a better place? Are you trying to advance culture? These are all real questions that if you ask the majority of the population, they don't, nobody cares about this type of shit, right? So when you look at things like, uh, quote unquote, the carbon footprint and all of these things that we really don't have a extensive knowledge of, like the people that do are telling, like the, the movie Don't Look Up is an amazing example of that where you have real life situations happening, yo dog. If we don't stop what we're doing, we cannot sustain like this. And then you have politicians and, you know, people of that nature who take something like that and campaign on it. Something simple as COVID, right? They tell you that it's this virus out here. They give you no information about anything. And people just sign up to get injected with shit. It's like, do we really need all of these people here? There's no critical thinking, there's no nothing. And we just keep telling people, you know, let's make more people, let's have more shit. All right, well, C, what is your response to, to this sentiment? <laughs> I don't even know how to attack this. Like, what am I supposed to say to this? Like, I mean, do I feel like there's, I'm just, I'm gonna just pray for my family and my friends. And... <laughs> 
that's all I can say because I don't I don't think one person should have the power to tell or to say, hey, let's get rid of these people or to even think that way is kind of crazy to me. But you do know some people do have the power to do that. I'm not saying that they don't, but what I'm saying is, is that I just think that it's kind of crazy. You know, that's all I'm saying but is that I think. Say, real quick, right? For you to say no one should have the power to do so. Well, I, I, I can't. Some people do have the power to do so. And I'm not saying that they don't. I'm saying no, that they shouldn't. I'm saying we speaking on a feeling level, right? So yeah. like, so I'm saying like my guy, right? If this I is why I didn't want to say anything because I don't even feel like this. I don't want to go back and forth with you. I just said I'm praying for all everybody involved. I am praying for me and my family and friends and you are included. So I'm going to just pray and I don't want to even go. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I don't. I don't feel like I have nothing to say because he's gonna argue with me about what about what I want. I don't I just want, want to. I just want to throw this out there. This started off with rainwater. I'm just letting y'all know. This started off. Now I'm still. You know me. I'm. I'm on point. I don't know how we got the genocide. It started off with rainwater. Continue. I'm like, how do we answer this? No, he should have the power power to kill like what are you talking about no i don't want to do that well, i mean if history repeats itself people have been off in certain people by whatever whatever they deem justifiable right so right on one hand that's just the world we live in on the other hand like like Gert said, if you take your if you either put your feelings in it, then of course you're gonna come from it like oh you know bendito nobody da, da, da. but if you come from it at like a I guess logical. Business. Yeah, business at the end of the day. Let's be honest. This is business. It's business. It is business. It's business. So if you come at it from that standpoint, you're no longer looking at humans as a soul. You know how when you fly, we have 35 souls on the plane. When you're doing business, those souls don't, are not looked at as souls. Those are looked at as numbers. numbers. All right, we take, yeah. we take two percent of these motherfuckers out of here. We're gonna have enough of this. By the time we don't take these motherfuckers out, these motherfuckers, cows can't keep up with the productivity. But then that means this shit. We gonna have to start mixing the meat with this. Before you know it, beyond meat. And now we're gonna put that in there. We're gonna, you know what I'm saying? It's been. I know I'm. I'm I sped past you a little bit, but you get the fuck I'm trying to say. Got that. Now you saying what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you, know said? you said nigga oh, get the fuck out of here <laughs> you said it the Stowe Williams way and I said it the Corey Holcomb way and but you're saying the same thing I'm saying when we look at resources and we start to look at sustainability at some point you realize tough decisions have to be made and the weak shouldn't be empowered to make these tough decisions like it, it, it's real life shit that if we do not do this this is not going to happen. So at some point, we got to start looking at the world that way. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, in more media news, uh, you had the announcement of Angela Yee uh, leaving the Breakfast Club. So she hasn't left yet, but she says that she's going to get her own show. And the Breakfast Club, as we know it, or as we've known it, will no longer continue. So... Of course, Envy and Charlemagne will still be there. But I am of the belief that Angela Yee is not an A-Mike. I don't think that she's 
um, captivating enough for me to tune in to whatever it is that she's presenting. Now, in fairness, because I don't know what it's going to be, I'll at least check out the first episode and see just to make sure. But I'm not a, a you know, her lip service podcast. That's for a total different demographic. That don't, I, that's not geared towards me. I think that's more for women. So that's not a show that I'm interested in. Her role in The Breakfast Club, I don't believe that outside of her doing like the rumor report and, you know, stuff like that. Like, I think she's a, a, a cool little addition, but I don't, you know, respectfully, I don't see her as like an A mic. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. See, how do you feel about, you know, her leaving, her getting her own show? Are you going to listen? Like, what's your take? Um, how do I feel about her getting her own show? I think congratulations to her, uh, first and foremost. Um, but, um, and I hope she, you know, does well in everything that she does. But do I feel like I'm going to listen? Probably not. Um, I don't really listen to lip service like that. But she had her own show before. A lot of people were saying, like, on Sirius and everything. And, she, you know, she was Wu-Tang's manager and she worked with Eminem and everything or Shady. So she's established don't get me wrong definitely but, um, she has relationships away. yeah she has relationships she's established I feel like she is um someone that people you know look up to and they aspire to be but um yeah I, I, I don't really I don't know I like them all as a collective maybe that's just me um maybe I need to give it a shot maybe I'll try it but most and foremost congratulations because there's not a lot of women in that spot were uh wolves what uh what was your take on the whole breakfast club breakup angela yee departure i don't know i mean i'm gonna add on to what she said congrats and all that but i still got to see what the show like how how is she gonna attack the show is she gonna come from it on some like angie martinez mixed with wendy williams i don't know like i don't know what the show is i know what the lip service is i know what she did at sirius xm so i don't really know like it's kind of like I'm like celebrating something. I don't even know what the fuck I'm celebrating. God damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, <laughs> left the Breakfast Club, niggas. Shit, I left the I left the motherfucking doctor's office. Man. <laughs> <laughs> when I left out that bitch with a good hem hemoglobin, you know what I'm saying? My hemoglobin was up to date. You know what I'm saying? Doing good. You know what I'm saying? Blood pressure. On, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm out. Ain't nobody clap for me. Shit. <laughs> Ain't nobody fuck praying me. for me. <laughs> but is she? But is she going to be on, like, see, and that's the thing. I forgot Angie is over there. So when will she, she said the Breakfast Club is coming on first. So when will she, like, right isn't after. it like pro style? Well, she probably going to bump them out. But I think she said it will be coming on uh, right after the Breakfast Club. So, again, like I said, I you know, because we don't know, I am going to, I'm going to listen at least to the, maybe the first one or, you know, catch, yeah. catch, catch, catch something on YouTube or whatever and see, you know, what's what, uh, just to give the benefit of the doubt. It may end up being my new favorite show. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. Um, That's what I'm like. I don't know. Word. Gert? I think people are reluctant to change. Um, I think she can very well be an A-Mike. I think because of you don't see her do it, her role in what she does is suitable for the show she's on. Provided she's tasked with something, it's like uh, using the basketball analogy. I look at Clay Thompson. 
I think Clay Thompson 100% can be the number one option on any team he goes to. But they have Steph Curry. So because they have Steph Curry and he does what he does, Clay Thompson says, I'll take the backseat and I'll do other shit that we need done for the success of the team. But people never look at that in that role, such as a Scottie Pippen. But people often, like, because you don't see the person doing, you know, what's glorified, it's like offense alignment. They never get celebrated, but ain't shit happening without the offensive line. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I just try to look at things and from that perspective. I disagree because she is an A Mike on her own show on lip service. So we've seen her in that capacity before. We've seen her be the person that has the relationships. This is why they're here. They're here to talk to Angela Yee and Gigi McGuire and Stephanie because of Angela Yee, though. So I don't think that it's, and then she had her own show before. So I don't think it's because people haven't seen her in that capacity. I just sometimes think that people just don't want her in that capacity not that it's because she can't do it they just don't find it interesting were well yeah not finding it interesting is one thing uh for me you know just to clarify it's it's not that i don't think that she can i just think that okay so to your example of lip service the demographic is i'm not a part of the demographic that she's aiming for her tar target audience so so me personally, I don't find that show interesting. That doesn't mean it's not a good show. That doesn't mean it's not successful. Exactly. That doesn't mean any of those things. That just means it's not for me. Now, mm -hmm. I'm under the assumption, of course, we have no information, but I'm under the assumption that whatever this new radio show of hers is, will be something that is going to be geared towards the masses because that's essentially what radio is. It's for the masses. So in that capacity yes she was on serious um and you know that was that was early on you know what i'm saying a lot of people weren't even on serious back then you know in terms of even tuning in um so and that's not to discredit her it was just new uh so mm -hmm. i i mean you know that was then but but now today it will just be interesting i do think because she has relationships because she is a woman I think that she will get a lot of support. Um, and I think that a lot of people want to be on the right side of, of history. So a lot of people are going to just want to be seen as supporting her to help them and help the optics. Um, and But other people, you know, genuinely have relationships with her, fuck with her, and want to come kick it and, and sit down with her. So, you know, we will see what that looks like in the future. But as y'all all said, and I'll echo uh, for the last time, you know, congrats to her, and uh, we will see what that what becomes of that show. Yes, sir. Congrats. Mm -hmm. Word. Um, it's interesting because I there are people that are in like the the media or entertainment space um, that have a, a person like a, a Angela Yee. Like I'm, I'm thinking the woos, you know. But shout out to uh, shout out to Lady Ola. Like she is, she has like. I don't even know what to actually call it. So forgive me if I'm misrepresenting, but I know at one point she had like kind of like an entertainment or a media company. Um, and she's just, I've watched her. She's from Jersey. She moved to Atlanta. Um, and she's, you know, she's doing her thing out here. And I've been to certain events of hers where we were doing media as Rico Giovanni. 
and Angela Yee was like a keynote speaker or she was like, you know, the main guest. So um, I do think, you know, just because I'm in this space of putting this event together and understanding a lot of the 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 ins and outs of what it takes to, you know, put things together. I also just want to salute people who are doing the same thing, who, you know, I've also seen and, and you know, they've elevated their game. So, you know, shout out to all of the creatives out there trying to get it. Wools, I know you constantly dropping new music, new new visuals. Um, and, you know, it's always a salute to to you, people like you, people like us that are, you know, really out there and, and going for it as far as their passion is concerned. Uh, so speaking about, you know, music and, and things that uh, you come out with, what is the 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 latest joint that you uh that you just dropped with the video what's the what's the name of it where can people see it all the all of that good stuff oh uh, yeah it's called opium opm is an acronym and it's also playing on words of opioids and all that and the cover is like a you know metaphor for that you know like because music is life to me music i'm addicted to music i gotta have that in my life it's a vice I mean, so it's kind of like a parallel with that. I know niggas see the cover, I'm like, that's niggas selling drugs, the fuck? <laughs> but nah, <laughs> just like an artistic way of saying, like, music is life to me. I need it. I can't, you know what I mean? Just like alcoholics need beers and shit. Motherfucking dopehead need heroin. I need, I need music. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that ain't too harsh explaining it. But um, I ain't dropped no official videos for it. I've just been dropping clips that's like, coincides with it of explaining the music i got a song on there called razor's edge i got, also have a song called brick money on there and whatever i see relative to the music i just post it on reels you know i mean because that's what ig is damn near forcing you to do now at this point right there. yeah reels is the new the new wave of posting on instagram um, and we already kind of talked about that and touched on that as it pertains or as it's related to TikTok, because that's what the platform of TikTok is. Um, a lot of people interchange and intertwine the two, you know, they'll post something on TikTok and then repost it on, on IG. But that real style is, um, that is the new wave. You know what I'm saying? Well, IG just... I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all know about it just since we're talking about it. IG has did away with, so any video content that you post on your Instagram is automatically in the Reels spectrum, realm, or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. They did away with, like, IGTV or whatever. So if it ain't a picture or still, then it's going to be considered a Reels, unless you're posting any stories, of course. But, yeah, so they did away with video, which was interesting. It is because I literally just learned that officially this morning when I posted a promo clip this morning, um, I didn't do it as a reel. But when I saw it and, you know, and it was playing, you know, at the end of reels, it'll have that thing where it says watch again or watch more. And I was like, oh, shit, damn, it's automatically converted. So it is interesting to watch all of these little subtle changes that they make it because when you start talking about big business, you start you start talking about a lot of different wars in 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 the quest to be number one. So Instagram is you know they jacking TikTok's vibe, and they're acquiring their their style, but like in a in a smooth secret way. They're not making no big announcement. Hey, we're gonna do away with such and such. Or I don't know if they made an announcement or not, but I didn't see anything. Um, but like I said, to see 
that it's automatically converted that way. That is that is pretty interesting. So uh, I'll be paying attention to that. Um, let me see. So I was watching a interview with uh, DJ Clark Kent on Math Hopper's podcast. Shouts to Math Hopper. Um, like we already mentioned, he's been cooking up with the, the different guests that he has. And um, I like Clark Kent. So they were chopping it and they were speaking about rappers versus MCs. I think we've, I'm almost positive we've had this conversation before, but he had made the point that, you know, Rick Ross is a hell of a rapper because he made you believe that what he's saying was was true when in actuality, if you really think about it, you know it's impossible for him to have been the fucking greatest kingpin to ever exist in the history of drug dealing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he was comparing that to other artists that um, earlier on really focused on being the best MC they could, and they focused on like the lyrics being so unbelievable. Um, in today's time, he was saying like, you know, you got songs now that start with the hook. Well, you know, a hook is called the hook for a reason. It's supposed to reel you in, but because people's attention pan attention span is so short uh, and because the music is cheapened nowadays, they're just giving you everything up front because people ain't even giving you 30 seconds no more. If they don't, if they don't hear the vibes, so to speak, in the first 10 seconds, they probably won't even listen to your joint. Wolves, as an artist, do you see um, or do you consider any of those challenges when you make the music that you do or you just create from a pure uh, artist standpoint and just create what you feel? No, I create what I feel. Whenever I tried to go in there and consciously do something, it always came out trash. I never liked it that. Especially now, I'm doing definitely what I feel because I'm producing more too. So I'm curating the vibe from the beginning. But Clark Kent, I love Clark Kent, what he what he's contributed. But I'll be disagreeing with that take because it's what you're looking for, man. Like whatever music you're looking for is there. Like they talking about, I guess what's like commercial. If you if like commercially, yeah, that's controlled. That's controlled by whoever's controlling the commercial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for you specifically what you like day to day, not caring about numbers, who bought what, who sold what, that's still there. Like good lyrics is not good. Extraordinary lyricism still exists. You just have to find it now. Before that was the mainstream, like certain artists with a certain, certain uh, ilk, so to speak, had was, was in the forefront, like Red Man, Method Man's, um, List can go on and on, right? You know what I'm saying? There's just two names that popped in my head, but the list can go on and on. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang was a group that was on radio and commercial, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? But now it's changed. That music is not as prevalent as it once was. It's a whole different genre of music because hip-hop is so big that the sub-genres get bunched up into one. So now you got this genre, that genre, but it's all still considered under hip-hop because hip-hop still ain't getting the respect it deserves as far as you know, the awards and accolades and stuff like that. Like you heard 50 say, yeah, I just started getting to the money because they wasn't going to give me the, 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 the awards to it. Right. So I started going diamond. I started doing this, doing that, but I wasn't getting none of the awards for that. So hip hop still ain't respected 
musically, right? They still bunch all of Sometimes you'll get an R&B nigga, like hip, the best hip hop. I mean, it'd be an R&B nigga coming out getting awards. Like oh, yeah, man. Um, Lil Nas X hip hop, and he came out and said he was a country singer. That's nobody's man. Now, whose man is that? You don't fuck with that nigga no more? Stop this. Stop this narrative. This is crazy. No more. This nigga's wild. <laughs> that nigga ain't no country. That nigga did one country song. He ain't did he ain't gallop yet. He ain't did a gallop after that. I could have sworn, Jersey, you showed up to the pod with an old town road t-shirt. No. You are you're a nasty old man and you must be stopped. I ain't old. Nah, nah, I had to mute him, y'all. I had to mute him. That's that's disgusting. That is disgusting. We will not, we will not perpetuate such madness moving forward. Yeah, they be talking they like an OTR t-shirt. Oh my god. OTR that's, is nasty. That's big nasty. <laughs> The acronyms. Right, the acronym is well, crazy. All all pink with black lettering. That's wow. <laughs> I just cannot. Now, um, I, I want to ask y'all opinion of this. I saw a story where there was a guy flying on a flight and he had his two-year-old daughter um in his lap. Now they he was flying on spirit, they eventually uh kicked him off of the flight saying that he the 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 little girl was supposed to be in the seat um and he was explaining to them that you know she it was her first time flying she was like unruly she was real nervous she wasn't like you know she was wilding so he put her in his lap just to kind of calm her down they was like no 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 <laughs> you either put her in a seat or you got to get off the flight so it turned into a whole argument and eventually they took the plane back to the gate and made him and his daughter get off the flight. Um, see, what's your, what's your, what's your take on that? Do you think the airline was justified? Do you think they were right? Do you think they should have let it go? Do you think, like, what do you think? Um, see, here's the thing. When they turn two, you got to pay for them. So did he pay for it? I'm not, then- I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I do know that at 24 months, yes, you do have to pay for every body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the thing, too. Like, did he pay for a seat for her? If he did, and if she just didn't sit in the seat, then, I mean, he was probably just trying to calm her down. But I know at some point you have to let the, um, at some point you can remove the child from the seat and you could put them on your lap or do whatever, whatever. But if this was like during a time where you're about to take off and all that other stuff, or you said they were in the sky. No, they, so this is the direct quote. Uh, I guess his last name is Rose. And it says, Rose explained to the, fr- to the flight crew that it was his daughter's first time traveling and she was nervous. He said things escalated when he could not get her into her seat. And the plane was about to, um, the plane was about to take off like at that time. Yeah, you're supposed to, everybody's supposed to be sitting down and everything and all that other stuff. So, I mean, I get both sides of it. Um, I get they got to do what they got to do because that's their policy. Um, And I also get that he has to do whatever to, like, make his child feel comfortable. But I can't say what's right or what's wrong because there's always two sides to each story, as we see. And they was was basically trying to arrest him and... 
he was like, for what? For a crowd, for a child crying in her seat? Like, I guess his whole perspective was he he wasn't he wasn't unruly in like denying what the rule was because he acknowledged that he understood what the rule was. He was hoping that they would make an exception because she was crying like uncontrollably and he was just trying to calm her down. No, they don't make exceptions like that. They let you, when you ever been on the plane, they, the baby cries. They always cry. And I mean, the baby's just going to have to cry at that point. I've always wanted them. And now that I do have, you know, kids, I always think that they should make an airline for kids, like an allotted time slot. Like you have to fly with your kids (laughs) at this time. (laughs) And then those are the kid flights and then everybody else could just work around that. Like these are the prime time for people with kids because I mean, you get a lot of that disturbance and sometimes you don't even want that. You just want to enjoy your flight to Mexico or wherever you got to go. Why do I have to hear, you know, little baby crying the whole time? Like, and I'm with that. Even when it comes to my child, I try to soothe her or whatever, like when she gets on the plane and everything. So I get it. Um, I get both sides of it, like I said, but I mean, rules are rules. You can't always think that there's an exception because of this. No, nobody cares. Like they have to follow their rules. Gert, what you think? You got tripping. Um, under two, you are allowed to fly with your kid on your lap. But she was two. She is two. You're telling me this arbitrary line makes the difference. So because your kid is yes. two, now all of a sudden, now your kid has to be in the seat. It sounds like the airline people were just being dickheads. If yes. I can fly with my kid on my lap prior to this, just because my kid turned this age doesn't change anything inside this plane. Yeah, it does. Excuse me? Yes, it does. They're the rules. That's what it changes. When okay. your child is when a certain age, there are certain ways. At some point in time, see? When your child is a certain, you said what? It was a rule for you to be a slave at a certain point in time. Okay, and it changed. And now it's not a rule anymore. And I was never going to be a slave because I wasn't born then. So it doesn't even matter. That rule didn't even apply to me. That's the same thing about the two-year-old rule on the plane. Oh, my gosh. Rules have to be changed at some point to make sense. No, they don't. Just because this one person didn't want to follow them, you have to change the rules? Like, this is crazy. Common sense. <laughs> if the kid is crying uncontrollably, and it, it, it could be a person sitting next to me with another baby on their lap, and you're telling me my baby can't be on my lap because I'm two? I mean, because he two? Was wondering, that, that wasn't was in that the about? whole scenario. So <laughs> if they have these rules, and it's like, who made the rule? What type of common sense went into these rules? Now, if it's something, a safety issue, yes, story. But I, I don't see a big safety issue changing from one year and 11 months to two years old. How much of a safety thing can that well, be? Well, for one, the size factor. For okay. two, the length factor. Wait, Some kid- All of that don't make sense, see? I could have a one-year-old baby bigger than your two-year-old baby. You could, but at the same time, your one-year-old baby is still allowed to be on your lap, and your two-year-old baby that might be smaller is not. These are the rules that the people made, and you have to follow them, and this is the problem with us. We don't follow rules, and you want to sit here and scrutinize the airline rules and Homeland Security, you would have been (laughs) locked up. 
Yeah. And you already got tackled right in front of your child. Because the thing about it is you have to learn how to follow rules. They don't have to make sense to you and I. They don't have to. But this is what they said do. And it's you, on paper. And it's, you, it's written. Real quick, let me ask Everything you. Everything doesn't always have to be a fight or, or a discussion or a fight for justice. It does. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. It's annoying, man. Everything does. It has to make sense. You people just follow. It makes sense to the blindly. people that made the rules. No, it don't. So yes, if you, it do. Let me ask you a question. You work for a electric company. And no. your rule is that you have to turn off my power. But I have a grandmother who's in my house hooked up to a ventilator who needs the electricity. Is it the rule that you're just going to cut this shit off and let her die? Or are you gonna say, hey, maybe I need to do something different with this rule because I ain't about to uh, catch catch a body for Kyn Edison, Georgia Electric, or whoever is providing the electricity. Do you use okay. your own reason or are you just gonna follow the rule in that instance? Do I lose my job if I don't comply with the rules of my job? Because if it's between me and your grandma, it's me all day because I got a family to take care of. So I'm sorry that you couldn't pay your bill. And so your electricity is getting shut off. But these are my instructions. You might want to take granny to a next door neighbor house and plug her in or do what you got to do. <laughs> but I'm doing my job because I have to get paid and feed my family. Yes, I'm going to abide by the rules that they gave me on the paper. Sorry. You say Bill Gates is tripping because he want to kill niggas like you want to kill niggas. <laughs> So I want to kill people because you didn't pay your bill? What kind of sense does that make? Because you decided to make the wrong decisions. This is, that's not, that doesn't even make sense. Get it. But I'm just not even point. doing this with you because it doesn't even make sense, Gert. You just don't make sense. So, okay. all right. I'm done. So let me, let me ask this question then <laughs> to kind of advance the conversation. Indoctrination versus independent thought, let's call it. Um, I think this is what you're speaking to, Gert. I think what you're speaking to is the idea of rules being set in place. Cool, we have rules. Um, and schooling being indoctrination along, along with the workforce and all of these different things in society. It's a lot of indoctrination, a lot of things that you know we do blindly just because, quote unquote, that's just the way it is. Uh, and you have in certain independent thinkers who challenge those things and each and every time that they challenge anything, they're always outcasted as crazy. Wolves, I want to start with you. Um, what side of the coin do you fall on in terms of indoctrination versus independent thought? I'm always independent thought. Don't just take everything from page value. You got to go out there, research it, see what fits for you, and come to your own understanding. That's what I'm from. Right. Knowledge, wisdom. <laughs> Understanding. It's well, all comprehension, though. Comprehension. You have all the knowledge in the world. You don't comprehend what you, what you, what you just. You know what I mean, read or I mean, you got to comprehend. A lot of people don't be comprehending what's going on, and sometimes they don't add it for you. Do they tell you something? Like they can say one sentence, and that one sentence can have so much meaning behind it, right? And that's usually how people speak. The ones that that's that's like controlling this quote-unquote chess piece of life, they don't walk you through it like a two-year-old. They say one or two powerful statements, and within those statements is so much you can grab from it and unpack that you have to comprehend. Because if you don't comprehend, you're just going to look at it as a quote. It's just a, it's a lot. So I'm, I'm, from, I'm from, 
I would say always be independent thinker. I'm saying. Word. C, what about you? I am a person that if it's meant for me to question, I will question it. I will say, well, why is this? Why is that? Because I do need you to explain it to me. Like he said, as a two-year-old. But I am also in the same realm saying that if these are the rules that I have to follow to get somewhere in life, I'm going to follow those rules unless it's something that really is like ridiculous that I feel that doesn't make sense. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to follow those rules and I'll probably revisit that later and say, okay, so I did this, this, that, this way. Um, I've always been told to challenge what I felt was not right. But at the same time, I'm not going to bring issues upon myself and then challenge the outcome. So how do you challenge when when um, you feel something isn't right? How, how do you personally challenge those things in those instances? Okay, so here's a, a quick example of something. When I was in college, we had this one professor. She wouldn't allow us to wear hats. Well, she wouldn't allow, she said men, no hats in my class or whatever is what she said. And so I showed up to a class with a, um, I showed up to class with a baseball cap because I was, I had, I had a short haircut like the whole time I was in college. And I was just like, I'm getting my hair done right after class. Like, so I wore a baseball cap and we had a test that day. And all I was doing was just going in there and taking the test. And she said, um, I thought I told you no baseball caps in my class. I said, you didn't specify if it was male or female. I said, you, and I said, and really, you kind of just presented that to the guy because last class you told him no caps in your class. You never said no hats in your class for women. She said, well, women don't wear um, hats indoors or whatever. And I said, that's actually false. I said, because most dignified women do wear hats indoors. Deaconess, I said, I can go on if you would like me to. And she was just like, well, I don't want any hats in my class. She said, you either take the hat off or you can't take the test. And I said, well, I guess I won't be taking your test. And I left. I said, because this hat has nothing to do with me taking the test. And so I went to the dean of students and I explained to him that as college kids or whatever, well, the dean of her department rather. And I said, as a college student, you just have to, you know, you're getting up and you're rushing to class. She should not be able to dictate what I wear on my head to her classroom. I said, it didn't have offensive language on it. It wasn't offending her. And I was, I had an appointment right after that. And so he said, yeah, he said, but she gets to make the rules for her class. You made a decision not to make, not to take that test. She made a decision to say, this is the rules for my class. So you have to abide by them. And if you can, you got to work that out with her. So that's my thing. Like I get the rules and everything. And I get how sometimes they could be, you know, changed in every way or whatever. But just like that, those are her rules. Those are these rules that we have to, you know, kind of abide by. Can, can I, can I, I didn't mean to cut you off, see, but what, what would have happened if your father was a main donation, donator, or like, you know what I mean, <laughs> for that school or something? You think, yeah. you think it would have went that way? Um, possibly, possibly no. not. I can't the answer's speak no. to it. 
No, you I can't say that though. You cannot no. say that because I have been in schools to where though the late my teacher, my mom used to go to lunch with my principal, Miss Gail LaRota, and she was the doctor of my high school. She was the, the principal, whatever. She took my cell phone in the middle of the hallway and said, You know better. Tell your mom to come see me and get your phone back. But that's, that's different. The same thing. But that's, that's no, different. but it's not because those are the rules. The the reason the reason why that's different is because if we're talking about college and high school, the biggest difference is you have donor uh, donors and 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 people alumni who are pouring you had money. Donors at my school at my um at Leap Academy, you had donors as well. Yeah, you had people who donated and who gave money. No, it was it was set up like a well. Okay, if you want to say it's different because of that, but they had donors as well. It was a preparatory school. It was a charter school. It was set up that way for college. You had people who donated money so that the school can be what it is. So what I'm saying is, is that I had people who my family knew. She knew her personally. She went to lunch with her. She went to her freaking retirement dinner. She knows this lady. And she still said, you have to follow the rules. She tried, so teach, she tried to teach your little ass a lesson. <laughs> That's you all that was. <laughs> your dog is mean, a piece of work. <laughs> it is what it is but i'm just saying i just and then from like i just that's like from being older and being caught in certain situations i just felt like if i just follow certain guidelines the way that they are supposed to be there wouldn't be like it's less confrontational and that's how i'm trying to live my life with less confrontation at this point that shit is crazy. i don't need to challenge everything do you think George Floyd was following the rules when he got murdered? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my shit. <laughs> Do I think that George Floyd was following the rules when he got murdered? As far as what, like getting out the car and doing all that stuff, like them putting their foot on his neck and everything? When he was laying on the floor, not resisting arrest, mm -hmm. police nailed on his back for how long was the time? Eight minutes and something seconds? Mm-hmm. George Floyd was following the rule. Okay. The cop, the cop was abusing the rule. Exactly. Right? So, so at what point, and, and, and I'm saying this for all people, right? At what point do you say, nah, this rule is bullshit. If, if my son is crying, I visibly see my son crying, and I know all I have to do is hold him to soothe him. I'm not going to do that because you got a rule that says I can't. That's crazy to me. Like that, that's just completely like a crazy train of thought to say where I'm going to put your rule. There's no discretion. Yeah. There's no, it's no discretion. I, I brought up the same point when I was speaking about, and I know this mm. is a different realm, but when I was speaking about the NFL and the pass interference rule, the pass interference rule by rule is a judgment call. So that means in the NFL, there are certain calls that you can throw out your challenge flag and you can challenge it. They don't make that particular call available to be challenged because they're calling it a judgment call. But we're all imperfect human beings. So sometimes we get it wrong. So the challenge should be or should apply to all of the rules because just because you know, you're able to challenge this doesn't mean you were right or wrong in that call. Like So I'm just saying... If we're going to have the ability to challenge, I think it should, We sh that ability should exist across the board. And I think discretion is the biggest thing. 
I think that's more of what you're speaking to is the, the discretion. Yes, they absolutely could have made the exception. It's not even that he, he felt entitled to the exception, but this was a, a real-time example of there's pandemonium happening right now. I know people are looking at me crazy. People are uncomfortable. Who knows? Whatever's going on. I'm trying to make sure that everybody has as peaceful of a flight as possible. He, She doesn't even have to sit here the whole time. But right now, she's a little nervous. Let me calm her down. And then I'll have no issue putting her in her seat. I think that's what he maybe was looking for from a human decency standpoint. And they just mm -hmm. said, no, this is the rule. So fuck you. And I think exactly. that. And I think that by the letter of the law, I think that I understand what you're saying, but human human, human decency and discretion yes. has to be at play. It, it has, has to be at play. Don't, but they don't have to be at play. My well, thing is, I, I don't care. Like, okay, to be perfectly honest with you, it's to everybody's discretion. Everybody has to have human decency and all that other stuff. I get that. But at the end of the day, if that was happening to me, and my child or whatever, I would have tried to sue them. And if they would have said, I can't have her on my lap, she's going to keep crying or whatever, then we just get off the plane. Then we just re reevaluate some things because so I- So now you're, to not going to, you're not going to no, Disney World no more? He no, was taking, he was taking her not, to Disney World. You're not <laughs> listening to what I'm saying. And, well, and that's the problem. Listen to what I'm saying. I have to make sure that she's okay because obviously there is a problem. So I need to get off the plane to fix the problem. I'm not going to stay on a plane in a confined in a confined space and just have people hold up, held up, and everything like that. I'm going to go check on my child, and I'm going to say, "Hey, we'll catch the next one. Let me talk to you. Let's sit down. Let's try to figure this out." That's what I'm going to do. I don't have to sit on a plane and do problem solving. No, I'm not because right there you got to. It's now or never. No, I'm going to get off and make sure that she's okay. See what you're saying is not now or never. It's not a problem it's, that we don't you're holding it. up other people. It isn't no. now or never because that's no, one airline. You no, gotta I either did. put her down or y'all can't or you can't go nowhere. That's a that's a decision on a spot that you have to make. Obviously, if I put her down, she's gonna keep crying. She's going to be upset. So I'm gonna say, you know what? Let's just remove our things. We'll have to catch the next one. She's she's you know irate at this point. She's upset. She's I have to get her to calm down. And that's what I'm willing to do to make sure that my child is okay. See, what you but what you're saying, I, I so it, I don't know how this incident happens. In my mind, I'm picturing the incident to be there taxiing to go up in the air because you said the that's plane. Exact, that's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. If we're on a flight and we're taxiing, there's a kid right here that could be within days, months, whatever, of my- my. You don't know that, so don't even use right, that. No, I'm, I'm speaking to the letter of the law. I'm not speaking to whatever. I'm saying there's a kid right here that could be bigger than my kid, smaller than my kid, whatever, but they are okay with that kid. You always move the goalposts. You never just stick to the facts. You're bringing in another family and another I'm not person. I'm not yes, saying you are. You just rearrange. You just moved the goalposts like saying, you really did. No, I'm not that saying wasn't literally. The I'm not saying literally. I'm saying. I need that man. I'm yes, speaking. like this nigga just brought in a whole nother man with a child. I'm done. I'm not going to talk about it no more. Speaking to the letter done. of the rule. You're I'm not, not speaking to music, music, actually seeing a person there. I'm speaking oh to gosh. the letter of the rule. The letter of the rule says 
a kid under two years old can be on their parents' lap, right? I'm, I'm speaking yes. to the letter of the rule. Right. It's, not the, it's not the weight of the kid. It's not the size of the kid. It's not if the seatbelt fits the kid properly. None of these things is called into question. It's simply it, the age of the just, kid. It's just 24 months. That's flat, flat rate. Right. So I'm saying when you <laughs> look at this rule, and this rule says two, two is not okay, under two is okay. I say that's a dumbass rule, right? I say that rule doesn't make sense to me. So if I see my kid crying, and this happened, my kid was uneasy when we went to Florida. I put him on my lap. No problem with my kid being on my lap, going to Florida, under from taxiing to going up in the air to come. You don't even have to buy the kid a seat, right? So when I see that, I say, this shit don't make sense. So I know what the problem is. Give him a minute. Keep the fucking plane going up in the air. And as soon as he gets settled, I'll fucking put him in the seat. But you fucking with me because you think you got the power to fuck with me. All you got to do is just go sit your happy ass down and leave me alone. <laughs> and you think you could say, my job, I have the right to do so. And that goes to the person at the electric company. Because my job says I'm supposed to turn off your power, I'm coming to turn off your power. At what point do you say fucking human, simple human decency? Yo, I know this kid is however years old because I know the ticket shit. We know what ages of what people are supposed to be on this flight. Let me go chill and let that situation work itself out. Why do I got to be the OD dickhead at this moment? Well, I will <laughs> say for rules to be rules, it has to be enforced and consistent no matter the circumstance, right? Because it ain't a rule. It's a suggestion at that point if it doesn't. Oh, you know, my boom. God. Thank you. Thank you. Hit, oh, my bad. I, damn, I was helping you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but no, nah, I will say that. I will say that for rules to be a rule, whether we like it or don't like it, that's that's the way that go. Now, it is a dumb rule in, in your defense, Gert. Like it should be weight. It should, it should be, be weight. weight. Height. It, sh it should be weight and, and height. It should be weight and, and height. It probably because... is though, but you don't know that. No, no it's, it's not. No, no that's not. not the rule. You do know that. The rule, this is the rule. It says it is an FAA requirement that all passengers over the age of 24 months must be buckled into their own seat for takeoff and landing. Yeah. That's that's, why did the FAA make that rule? Why did they make that rule? Did they just say, okay, at two years old, this is this or whatever. They made, it's the same thing that they do at parks. Why they say that this person can't get on if they're not 42 inches high or not 36 inches high. They can't get on, blah, blah, blah. They right, made right. it. See, it's you gotta be something to that rule. Is, you just no, not privy to, the rules, to everything that goes along in that See, rule. If you don't parks, have to your be. Kid, if, if you're not a certain size at a park, the the risk of you falling out is higher is greater so what why don't you think that that's the same thing for an airplane because they don't specify they it charge they don't have to specify it to you they specified no, they it because they made the rule. <laughs> no, no but look but see but no listen right when you make a rule right when you make a rule you have everything that comes with that particular rule so if the rule is over 24 months over the eight, uh, over the weight of sixty-five pounds, or you know, what I mean, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Then that's all that comes with the rule. If if it's a period at the end of the rule, just after twenty-four months, then that's the requirement. 
to be under 24 months in order to be on the lap. He's saying to his point, he's saying, hey, if you have a, 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 a kid who's one year and eight months old and he's bigger and taller and weighs more than my kid who's 24 mm -hmm. months, 24 months in two days, mm -hmm. what, what's the difference outside of the 24 months? So he's challenging the actual rule, the core of the rule and saying, why doesn't this rule have more specifics in it? Because it would make more sense if you said 24 months and a certain weight or 24 months or and a certain height. Much and if they were this height. Yes, right. I completely understand that. But at the same time, it's a universal rule. You're not going to say, okay, you have to have this. You you could be, uh, I'm sorry, 13 months or whatever. 13 months and weigh, if you weigh more than 24 pounds, you got to get on the lap or whatever. They're not specifying it that way. They're specifying it the way that they want to specify it. And that's 24 months. And if they feel like at two years old, you should be able to sit by yourself and you should be able to sit in the seat. That's just something that they made up. It may not be for the weight. It may not just be for whatever. It just may be because they wanted it to be at 24 months and they want, yeah, and they want money. It, this, this is all I'm saying is that sometimes you look too deep into stuff. It's just, it is what it is. Just accept it and move on. And that's the problem I think that we have why Bill Gates want to get rid of niggas. Because if you're not going to tell something or a basic idea, you're just going to go along to get along. What do we need you here for? And I'm not well, saying- I don't even care. Cause my thing is- like, <laughs> The mentality of people is just sheep. They said it's, it's not so being a It's called picking a battle. I don't feel like I need to argue on a plane about my damn child sitting down. They done told me before to, to freaking get out of the emergency exit because I was fucked up on a flight before. You can't even be in this emergency <laughs> exit, bitch, because if the plane goes down, you ain't saving nobody. Get your ass up. I ain't been... good sense. Yo, how do they know? Oh, no, no, how it do don't make know, sense because it's a rule. It's a rule. No, no, no. I should have fought no. it. I that rule makes rule. sense. That rule, no, that sense. rule don't make sense. In the Remember? event of an emergency, you no. are not capable to perform the task of the, the person sitting here needs oh. to perform. Oh, that's okay. the rule. That, so rule that makes sense. sense. That rule makes sense, right? It does. Oh, okay. Yes. It does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Listen, some rules make sense, others don't make <laughs> oh sense. My God. Hold on, let me, let me ask this rule for the sake of challenging it. Hold on, see, let me let me just ask you a simple question. Would you agree or disagree with this statement? Do you agree that some rules make sense and other rules don't make sense? To some people, they do. No, to you. I'm talking about you. No, I'm saying to some people, they make sense. To me, I'm saying this, right? They don't have to make sense to me. Do Am I going to abide by them so that I can go through life? Yes. No, that's not what there's I'm asking. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Rules that make sense. Yes. Hold on. See, hold on. Am I going to follow them? Yes. See, no. that's a problem. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, stop. Hold on, hold on. Answer your question with a yes, continue. Okay, that's all. That I just wanted, I just that's that's all I wanted. Cause that's a that's a different conversation when you trying to take it girl, per usual. No, no but I'm I, I understand extra shit. A child across the hall, and they got five <laughs> ten, and he got him on his lap. And then I can't put my child on my lap because they didn't know the arbitrary line. If you're telling me at this weight and this size. It is safer for my child to be strapped in. That makes sense. You're saying at, at this size, he's able to fit the seatbelt and we need him in the seatbelt. That's what that means. Like, but if you're just saying a number, the number means nothing. 
He could be big. He could be small. He could be. He could know how to sit down and, and not. There's nothing that makes that rule make sense. So for you to tell me if I see my kid in distress, don't pick him up because his birthday was last month. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna just go like what I said. Like whether we agree or disagree, only it's a rule when it's enforced. If it's not enforced. No matter the circumstance, then then it's the um then it's a suggestion. It's like the DMV, right? I hate the fucking DMV. Like you go to DMV, <laughs> which is in Jersey, you gotta have six points, right? Right. I think nigga, I gotta everywhere, right? Nah, hell no, that ain't everywhere. If I got an ID that I got from y'all, but the ID is expired, <laughs> but it's got my all my info, my pictures, smiling, Colgate smiling, all that. <laughs> you know these niggas will look at you and be like. Uh yeah, we can't use that as on party that's of six point. points. But that mm-hmm. makes that I could see where that could make sense. Oh I'm yeah, done. you could see all I'm that. Done, I'm, I'm out here. I'm out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, where? Because I want to be Stevie Wonder sometimes, and now sometimes he want to be the fucking. You know what you mean? <laughs> I can I'm, see I'm, clearly I'm, now. I think I I, I use I my pick though. I'm coming to get the new ID. The old one expired. I'm saying I have a driver's license and it is expired. What if I don't live at that address no more? How I got that license is showing points that said something else. Your social security. I got all of that. I got the proof of address. I got everything. I just need a a photo. Something. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm trying to get. I'm trying to renew my ID. (laughs) And they're saying, "No, we can't. You got to have something else." Is what I'm My saying. face is right that here. That goes down in the DMV, girl. It like, does. I could see a logical situation. <laughs> oh my god! See, see, see? Got him, see. a lot of bullshit. You see that? I, I'm not. And I'm gonna see Jerry's getting tackled in the security too. <laughs> no, no, you ain't. I be chilling. Yeah, but girl, no, look, we're about girl. Look, 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 look. I could go bring my bank card, right? That you know, you can't read the name on bank cards nowadays, anyway. You don't even know if that's my bank card. You just know the name on it and numbers on it, right? That hold more weight than my ID. Yeah, but it's with for the picture. A on it. That is a rule that doesn't make sense. No, it's a, your bank card is attached to money somewhere. Oh, this nigga is like, the DMV, Gert. Your dog. Show your bank statements. What the I could I see. Can't wait till this over. You gonna tell me that Zaza got And if I'm going to challenge it, I'm That's challenging it off of not making sense in my brain. That's the only thing I'm saying. Well, it don't. Well, we certainly unpacked that one. <laughs> this nigga man. <laughs> Word. Um, I you know, <laughs> the shit was but so it's, crazy. It's a rule yeah. though, so gotta get enforced. So that's why I do agree with it. Do I agree with the logic of it? Nigga, this nigga is going crazy. This nigga said a bank card worth more than your driver's license. That's crazy. I'm talking about for identification purposes, not money. Right. So you mean if I die, you're like, oh, yeah, we got this bank card bill. We we ID this one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We we got it all wrapped up. (laughs) Not not to mention it's a million motherfuckers with that same name. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you could be. You just me over. I always get to sit tight because of my name. (laughs) I ain't never get to. Yeah, I pulled you right up. You good. I always get to. All right, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, sit tight, nigga. It's about 1,100 of you little motherfuckers with the same name, looking at everything. Damn near the same birthday. You gonna have to sit tight. We're gonna have to check this out real quick. <laughs> nah. Word up. That is funny. Um, yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, um, I know, is it Will? I think it's Will Packer. Will Packer got another movie coming out with, uh, with Idris Elba. It's called Beast, and it's supposed to be like so I watched a little bit of that Breakfast Club interview, and it sounds like it's a movie where he's a father, single father or something like that with his daughter. And somehow, um, I forget, something happens to where he's like in a jungle by himself and the the lion, like, oh, no, no, no. Matter of fact, I think it's people that like poachers. I don't know if they're called poachers for every animal, but, you know, people who hunt and kill lions. I think that he's part of that situation and the lion kind of like turns on the humans on some shit like y'all are the real enemy because y'all trying to take us out um so it's a will packer joint i'm a fan of will packer uh that plot is a little different but i'm also a fan of idris elba so i i'm gonna probably check that out on the flim flam now i ain't going to the theater <laughs> uh but i am going to check that out did you uh see did you even hear about this movie yeah, I heard a little bit of the Breakfast Club interview with them too. I didn't watch the whole thing, but um, yeah, I'm not watching that movie. It ain't for me. I could dig it. You it's really kind of scary. The... Are you scared of scary? I'm not scared of scary, but I just don't feel like. You don't, don't feel like feel being like... scared. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I don't feel like the lion coming through the screen, him fighting a lion. Like, come on. I, don't, I, I gotta fight bears and deers while I'm at. I ain't got time to be worried about no damn lion. That's a fact. I was at the dog park the other day with my dog, and it was two big ass deer that just came out of nowhere and just galloped across <laughs> the street and then ran into the woods. I'm like, oh shit, like what? Now the ill yes. shit is I'm in they hood, really. <laughs> so they belong there. We over yes. here with these dogs and shit trying to be cool. They at home, like, yo, beat it. But it was just crazy. It's always crazy to see, like, and that's a wild thing. Like humans, are, we 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 something else. <laughs> but I think that's from like being in the city. You ain't never really see like a deer just come out of nowhere. Like I think it's just like because around here I be scared. Like I seen like four. I pulled up to my house and I had my baby with me, so I was like petrified. So I had to like go in the back, get her, run it up. <laughs> nah, one night. Like, one night I came home. One night I came home. It was around Christmas time. And we had like uh some decorations outside, like in the front. And I'm I'm like pulling up and I see a big ass deer run oh, across the street. So he was far enough to where I didn't like have to slam on the bricks. But he ran across the street, went through niggas' yards, ran through my yard, and and mm -hmm. like knocked over my snowman. <laughs> Oh, hell no. I'm like, yo, that shit was crazy. I Where had to is like running from that's see, I can't. <laughs> You're scaring me. <laughs> you can take the house. The house is yours. <laughs> Just take it. I don't care. I'm scared of stuff like that. I don't like animals like that big. Yeah, I'm good She's on the scared. wildlife. I'm not, I'm no. definitely not Mr. Wildlife Man. You no. ain't gonna see me in pro bad shop. <laughs> I might well I might go fishing any of y'all ever been fishing or would you go if you haven't yeah, been yeah I've been fishing I hate fishing you do 
Yes. It's, it's too bugs dirty and nasty. Yeah. yeah, it's bugs. It's nasty. My papa used to take me fishing and it was just disgusting. <laughs> I hate fishing. <laughs> I like the fish at the end, but I ain't got time for to be out there. And then he's like, be patient. Nah, nigga, let's go. Yeah. I was talking to a, a guy. We was in the airport when we were traveling back. And um, it was a guy and his wife. They was talking. They were coming from uh, Nantucket. And they were telling me or they were telling us how um, they went fishing and got like a 400 pound tuna fish on their first cast in the water. What? And it took it took the whole boat of men to like pull this tuna up. And I'm like, damn. So they they made off. That was a good fishing trip. They said they went to the, uh, the I think like the butcher shop or wherever they go. And like they split it between them and they made a lot of bread off of that. So. That's crazy. Yeah. I, now, I'll probably be scared of a 400 pound anything. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Going back right. in there. Yeah. You I think you're getting you a little. That <laughs> That's a lot of tuna. Yeah, fuck that tuna. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Chicken in the tea. I don't damn tuna that bad. We all could have died. <laughs> Word, they still got teeth, clearly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, now nah, that shit is wild. That shit is wild. Mm. But um, that's about as the the extent of my uh my wildlife. I definitely don't do the woods and the camping and all of that. I'm Hell cool. No. I remember in high school, we um we had um football camp. We went to Pennsylvania and we were staying in cabins. And so <laughs> the guy that owned the little, you know, the, the area or whatever. He's giving us the rules and he's just talking real candid. He's like, yeah, do this. That's over there. The shop is up there. Don't throw any trash in the uh, in the can because the bears will get it. And, da -da -da -da. and I'm like, whoa, 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 <laughs> chief. <laughs> the who going to get what? Where do y'all have me? Coach, <laughs> coach. <laughs> That's how it goes, though. That's how it goes. I know. Yeah. I know. But that shit threw me for a loop. <laughs> yeah, the bears will get it. Nigga, what? Uh, yeah, bears or the raccoon. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> like those either. They scare me. Nah, they Jesus. get busy. Raccoons get busy. They strong. They'll fuck oh you up. They, they can climb. Like, yeah. Stop really... talking about this stuff. All right, my bad. <laughs> Shout out to Will Packer. <laughs> Black excellence. This is so scary. <laughs> Your boy. No, Stop it. no, I'm scared. No. <laughs> um, real quick before we get out of here, did any of y'all get a chance to see the Tyler Perry interview with Kevin Hart? I seen it. Nah, not yet. I'm about to check it though. Yeah, I, I saw it. See, you said you saw it. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it, man. Uh, I think, you know, and I've said before, I I super respect Tyler Perry for, like, who he is, what he's been able to accomplish, him being a successful Black man, a billionaire, like, all the jobs he's created. Like, you know, that's a big deal, and that's not, that just doesn't happen without hard work and, and, and all of those things. So I definitely salute him for his accomplishments. I'm just personally not a fan of the content and I'm able to separate the two, but uh, it was interesting to hear him speak. Cause I don't, you know, I don't, I don't even think he does interviews like that. I don't see him like just out doing interviews. And um, it was, it was kind of cool to see him 
chop it up with 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 Kev Hart. He dropped a lot of jewels. He he provided some insight to people who may not have been uh familiar with any of his story. And I just think that again, we've said it like it seemed like every week, but Kev is just on a tear. He's really on a tear. Like, you know, his heart to heart show is just one of the thousand things that he's doing. But I really enjoy that show. Like, and I think it was cool last season, but this season has been like he damn near hasn't missed. So um I, I really did enjoy that uh that Tyler Perry interview. And I think anybody who hasn't seen it, um, y'all should see it. Is there anything like that you learned, see, or that stood out to you, or you just kind of was like it's cool? I learned I didn't know about his relationship with his father. I knew about like how much of an impact he was to the culture and everything. Um, even when he was in uh what was that movie? It was like that series that is, they is had. Is this the is this the part where we're supposed to say spoiler alert, Gert? No. That shit <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that. That came out last night. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. He um, what was that? that thing that he had, that Kevin Hart show that he had on Netflix with uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, um, true story. Yeah, I knew that they had a relationship because he was in that, right? And he was still coaching them and teaching them gems in that. So I kind of felt like that was a little bit, um, you know, organic and genuine. It wasn't like something that just didn't happen. But it was great to, um, you know, hear him talk like that because he kept... Um, Tyler Perry really doesn't do interviews. I don't know if people really know that like, he's a very big deal. And when he speaks, it's it's good to listen because he'll tell you about the grind, like how he started out, like doing the plays and the, selling the DVDs and everything. Like it's just um it's just fascinating to to see that and to hear him say that. And overcoming and those doing. and overcoming those no's, right? Because in this mm -hmm. business. You're gonna get a thousand no's before you get one yes. You're gonna get a thousand people who don't see your vision before one person takes his a chance. Own on contracts it. like that Universal thing where he was like, "We got to do it, and I own a hundred percent or something," and they were yeah. just like, "Okay, done." <clears throat> and you know, he he also spoke to. Um, I mean, we understand, you know, at least on here, we understand the black man's plight in America, but he just gave more examples of that in Hollywood, and he was saying, you know, when he had the Mr. Brown show on, I forget what network that was, TBS or something. Um, when he had that show, he said they ran up the numbers, they got their viewership up crazy. And then when it was time to renegotiate, they didn't pour back into their show, even though that show kind of saved the network and had them all the way up. Instead, they went out and did another white show and put all of the money and resources into that. He talked about two other instances where that happened along his journey that forced him to say, okay, they're not going to give it to me. So you know what? If I do work with them, it's a partnership where I'm getting majority share or I have to own all of it outright. And again, mm -hmm. it's, it's not an easy thing by no stretch of the imagination. Again, I mean, he's a black billionaire in America. It's not a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the fact that he's a billionaire, that speaks for itself. You know he had to work extremely hard and be extremely successful to have a network of net worth of a billion dollars. But like I said, it was real interesting to uh to to see his take on 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 a lot of things. Um Gert, did you see it at all or no? Yes, and it is dope. I was about to tell you, um that the same way he got that, he got a podcast on Apple uh talking to comedians. 
comedy um, gold mines. Yeah, that's that's dope too. Um, the one with D.L. Hughley, um, I wanted you to check out. I think I heard that one. But yeah, I think um, I heard that one. yeah, I didn't know his journey was what his journey was. Um, so that's dope. Um, learning that. And as you said, the content ain't necessarily for me, but I do uh, like what he's doing. And I like that he is accessible to the up and The other ones, yeah, the other ones who are doing like it. How he makes himself available. Um, he made himself <laughs> available for Issa Rae, I believe, for um, Kenya Burris, um, just watching him you know, be around them, I think is dope too. So shout word. out to him. Word. Word. Yeah, I like Kenya Burris. He's a new person and I really, I really like his content too. Yeah. It was something that he was supposed to be working on. I guess they still working. I can't what was it's it? Mad shit. It's mad shit that he I keep getting mad. I'd be happy to see the new project he got. But then I'd be mad because I all of the other projects he said was green lit. It's like, yo, dog, how are you gonna do all of these shits? Like <laughs> it's the Richard Pryor story, you might be thinking that he said he's doing Mike Epps in a Richard Pryor story. Well, it was that, but I, I feel like it was another like show or something. Back AF, uh, the second season. Oh and yeah, I want that. I do want mad, that. It's like mad shit that he. Everything you, said you don't. No, I do, I do, I do. Oh, I thought you said I don't one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. But what Every, else is he doing? I I follow him on IG and he Me be too. Um, promoting everything. Yo, just got the deal. We doing this coming up. It's like word. <laughs> like, wait, how you gonna just give me Black AF two first. I mean, season two, and then we could talk about this other stuff you got going on. And you know, I I also think, um, and I'm not necessarily accusing him of that, but I I also think that that's also a tactic in the, in the business of making the announcement. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's really for their peers versus it being for their fans. Because if we're fans of you, we're gonna tap into whatever it is that you have for us. And we also understand because it's only 24 hours in a day that you can't, we ain't going to get everything next month. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to get everything next year. So real quick, uh, we talking about Kevin Hart <laughs> and this is a spoiler alert. Um, the Seth MacFarlane uh, one was kind of dope because he was speaking to that, um, just having mad projects at the same time and navigating through all of those projects and what he does um, was kind of dope. I won't tell you what he said he actually did, but just him speaking through that process of, you know, the Cleveland show, American Dad, Family Guy, he got all of these running at the same time. So it's like, you know, how he balances that, uh, I think was dope. I think was super dope, um, him speaking to that aspect of it. Word. So shout out to all of these great people doing great things. Uh, I'm definitely entertained and um, I'll be looking forward to whatever's next. I just had one question. What's up? All right. So when, like, okay, as a guy, I needed to know this. When is the time period 
that you can, you know, date the friend that you're, date the girl that your friend passed on? How long is that time period? Six months. Six months? Nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> date the girl that your friend passed on. So they, they, they never. Right away. Yeah, that, that yeah, that limitation if he messed with her. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, did, were they, were they a couple? Were they a couple? Or? No. He nice. just, all right, let's say that y'all all out or whatever, right? And the girl's like, oh, I find this person so fine. Like, one mm -hmm. of y'all, like, oh, I got, I love him so much. Like, I think he's the, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you and the girl start, you know, kicking it. And now she like you. Yesterday. But you... <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> but if she think if she think the other nigga, she feeling the other nigga, but me and, she's and her telling you like oh, you you yeah. Oh, she's telling me she... that she like my friend. Yeah. But but in us talking, she start fucking with me because she start liking me. Yep. And you saying when should I pursue it? Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, I mean that ain't that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like that ain't. But was she wiper? Now we getting into uh, now we getting uh -huh. into waters when you. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that answer. <laughs> but we now, could definitely, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know you could got me because y'all don't care. But I yeah. mean, like, do you do you wipe her? Do you take it to the next level with her and start like That's bringing her around? It's impossible for me to say because I don't I don't just do but that. But you bring her around the frame <laughs> that you know. It's never, it's never. Would, you, would you bring her around her man crush Monday? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one that she was talking about. She was eyeing him before you. And now it's like, ta-da, this is my girlfriend now. You and I might love her. play a boss pimp. Did you hear Neo tell a story of him asking, could he grab Coco ass? Yes, I, I did. I seen a clip of it. And but I, Neo got to keep his mouth shut. That was like too chatty patty. He, he getting a little chatty. He definitely getting a little chatty. I, I think it's... Well, he's going through a lot, too. I think he's going through a divorce right now. Like, it's <laughs> a lot going a on. Lot. Yeah, it's a lot going on. So I don't know. If... <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going through a lot. That nigga's single. Stress free. He huh? doing single nigga shit? Yeah, he just spilling the beans. He just telling everything. Girl, these niggas be the talk of the town. And y'all got to really like you let it be known. But Irv is the martyr for y'all because Irv made like it so. I would like to speak to uh, Irv. Uh, what Irv did though, oh but Irv made it so that niggas can go out here and start talking about other people and their business and them too. Nah, he ain't making so. That. Yeah, niggas been chatty patty. Niggas ain't been that chatty. Shit, Young Berg was chatty patty as hell. Oh my god, Young Berg, are we really gonna put it up there like that? Uh, I'm just giving you another example. That's all. On the same show, like two years ago. Because everybody was uh, giving Irv black for what he did. And it was some sucker shit. It wasn't uh, what he did, it was how he did it. But we spoke on this already about, um, you know, that. But I'd like to say, that's what a hurt man looked like. It like, did. Saying y'all want to see niggas' feelings. And, <laughs> you know, men should get in touch with their sensitive side. 
That's what that shit look like. I ain't that's, never that's seen true. that. But women get in have touch see. with your sensitive side on, on camera. Get in oh. touch with your sensitive side when it's see, just you don't you don't get the you don't get to talk about men's business, see. <laughs> well, he don't get to talk about women's business, and he was. He hurt My problem with him. I mean, yeah, hurt people do hurt things. Hurt people hurt people. My thing is this: you went up there and you talked about her like, oh, nah, cause I've been there, done that. Y'all niggas look at her and y'all. He was like, I did that. I've been there, done that. Like, my thing is, it wasn't even seventy seven minutes into the interview. He guess who got me that watch? Ashanti, and then had them read the the stuff on the back. Like it was. Where Jaru Jaru had to change his glasses. <laughs> he had and to then, put on his reading glasses to nah, see that, that shit. That nigga is just extra too, and he's a traitor because he shouldn't have never like did that. But whatever. What, wait 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 wait. Hold on hold on hold on. What shouldn't he did? Jaru, I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. You think Ja? You think Ja fed into it, or you think he was I trying to stay ja out of it? Him, I think Ja let him go because he probably felt like this is my nigga, that's my friend. Like I'ma just let they did it. Shoot, uh, ja, was to, ja was tired of hearing about that shit when it was just the two of them. So he, <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all niggas see what I be having to go through when it be me and this nigga. <laughs> No, but it's just like, I, I just don't respect that from any guy. Like, I mean, if we've, if you've done something with a woman or if you've ever done something with a woman, you don't have to sit there and talk about her like that. That says a lot about your character. Do you and respect that? because you are married. Do you respect that from a woman? No, I don't. I think that's lame too. That's equally lame. That's actually lamer than a man. Because you're a woman and you should carry yourself as such and you sh shouldn't tell people, everybody that you like not saying that there's a certain way to carry yourself because I obviously don't carry myself how other people carry themselves. But I'm just saying I would never sit around here and be like, oh, yeah, uh, this person. Yeah, I did that and Shaq and all that. Like, you know, like Superhead did. Like, I'm not about to sit there and do all of that because that's a that's nasty, too. But it brings in the money. And that's all they really want. So if you want the money and you want the, you know, the notoriety of being called Superhead and yeah, I was the one they was writing songs about. If she wants that, then she's going to go get it. And she got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, just like him, he wanted to have, you know, the that number one drink champs episode and he got it. Like, you know, like he wanted that. The numbers is up, but he's also promoting his documentary. And even if it's indirectly doing it, what he's doing is keeping his name relevant in the conversation so that when he drops the documentary, it's like, oh, shit, Herb, and then people are going to go watch that. People probably already were going to watch the Murder Inc. shit anyway, but it made more people, It better believe, it definitely got more people tuned in to, to what was going on, just because of the know. energy surrounding it. Maybe not you. Maybe no, not you, but I definitely. I was going to watch it because Murder Inc. was a staple and because he's Herb Gotti. Like, the thing is, like, you are... A hierarchy you're like hip-hop royalty right but you, you don't, but you think about you, you and maybe you but you're talking about you and maybe your peer group my mother's not so familiar with irv Gotti's story so she watched mine the murder that's cool i'm talking about mine <laughs> so yeah. i'm saying i'm saying that the energy surrounding the irv Gotti talk what makes someone like her say got like let me see let me what let me let me see what's going on so i'm just saying there is she a would she would huh. look at that because of the, the stuff that's going on now. Huh? 
you're saying that your mother would look at that because of this this guy talking about who he like Ashanti. No, it's it's not about the fact that he's talking about Ashanti. It's the fact that his name is brought up and relevant and and all of those things right now. And there's a lot of talk and chatter around him. She may not have even mm. been checking for any shows on BET or whatever, but she saw it. And we talked about you know we talked about the doc and all of that. But I'm just saying, part of that energy adds to the talk and the promotion. So she didn't watch Drink Champs, you know what I'm saying? She didn't oh, watch okay. his. She, nah, she didn't watch his episode. That's what but I was like. Wait, if she his was name, that. <laughs> his name is relevant because of the episode, and it just further the promotion and the visibility of Irv Gotti. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that this made him look better. Is what I'm saying. I, think I don't think it's about better worked. though. I don't think it's about better. It's about numbers and mm -mm. clicks because the numbers and clicks do translate to money, which makes you better. But that's what I'm saying. Like I get, I get, I get everything that you're trying to say, but if you were already a fan, like I said, I was going to watch it. My mother was going to watch it. My cousins was going to watch it. Like everybody was around that time. You Murder Inc. was the thing. Like, and, and plus it wasn't even just him. It was his affiliation with Supreme that made people intrigued too, that want to watch it, that want to, get in, into that or whatever you would want to see that already so by i think it, it kind of gave an adverse thing though kind of because it made people talk about him in that way but some people were turned off and some people say i'm not even watching this because of the way that he talked about her i don't believe him i don't I got, believe him <laughs> i got a question for y'all though um do does it change your opinion on him based on him feeling like he is responsible for her career and there's resentment from that. Like she only had success through me. So she may owe me a little bit more than how she's treating me. Because it was- gang had a hit in over the same amount of years. So- but he Well, no, it's rumored that she won't come back to do the Murder Inc. tour. Oh, it's not it's rumor. Not rumor. That, that's that. the fact. <laughs> and she said it. He said they that asked shit. They asked her about it. She said no. He said no. But he also said that he reached out because he wanted everybody's perspective, whether it was putting him in a good light or not. Because Vita's on there. And I think they showed a clip where she might not have been speaking the best about the situation. So they said he said he reached out to everybody, but she denied two or three times. You're absolutely right about that, because Vita doesn't sound like she's having a great day on there. Feels like cheap. Because of all that I did for her in her career, she owes me a little bit more than to treat me how she Well, here's the thing. Oh I think the, I think the both of them are probably hurt because it wouldn't make sense for anyone to hold that big of a grudge for that long. So that means something happened to where you may she may feel is unforgivable, but that still hurt. So no, I think I don't think it's hurt. I, I just think it ain't popping for her career to do anything with them at this point. Like I don't think I don't think it hurts her career at all. <laughs> that doesn't mean? hurt her career for her to be a, appearing on the Murder Inc. doc, the thing that made her a star. I don't think that hurts her career at all. I don't know. I, all I can say is I don't know, but I'm sure she has a valid reason for not wanting to be associated or do anything with. She's not fucking with his energy <laughs> at all. That's what it, it is. Well, that, that's 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 how I interpret it. I, I interpret it as she not she fucking with his energy. He's on some he's on some other shit and fuck that. 
but who would be when you're sitting there talking about me like that? And then you expect me to come up there and, and sing these songs and all this other stuff. And she probably <laughs> wishes that she had a big freaking, like just uh, the biggest eraser, one of those thick ones that you had back in elementary school where you could just erase that body from your memory. Just, just cause he is acting like a loser. Like don't nobody want to be attached to that. And you sitting over here just doing hurt stuff. Like people always speculated that they were together but nobody really knew. And now you're making it seem like she was something and she wasn't. And I wouldn't want to be around that energy either. And I would never, if my career could flourish without you why would I ever want to be reminded of you ever? You're done. You're dead to me, actually. And you want me at this point and you keep poking the bear and you keep saying, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And I'm not doing it because I know you act and I don't feel like being around you. <laughs> now. <laughs> wow. That nigga Pimp Juice, that's all he did was make Pimp Juice come back to life. Like Pimp Juice started like, hey, baby, you can say I got a couple of tour dates open. <laughs> <laughs> And nigga, you saying I got some floor seats for you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word, you, know, you know he's doing the basketball thing. No, uh, you want to put your feet on my rug, baby. You're in a hurry. Oh shit, that's the real behind the music. <laughs> that is. I think Irv was just getting in front of that doc. He probably said some wild shit in that doc. We will see, but. <laughs> I think he was getting in front of that doc and he was tight that Sheen. I think he was more tight. Sheen agreed to do over the Murder Inc. reunion and all that. So he just made it, you know what I mean? He did anything possible. It's like shooting yourself to get the shot off type shit. Like, fuck yeah. it, I can't. You know what I'm saying? So I think he more, I don't think he hurt emotionally. It was, there's some emotions there, of course, because of the, you know, the, what they built and what they did together, but I think it's more so he hurt that, uh, like Gert said, like you owe me more than that. She don't, but that's the thing. She don't owe that nigga nothing. And that I mean, nigga his mind, like, I loved her. I loved his her. Mind. That's how he feel. In his mind, that's, yeah. That's a fucked up mentality though, because you don't owe nobody nothing and you don't make people. People make themselves. She wrote them songs. No, you gave her inspiration. No, 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 see. Oh no, God. that's not true. That's not true, though. If we're going to speak facts, that's not true. Stars are made, okay? Stars are made. And people have a machine behind you. They give you a sound. They give you the lyrics. They give you a look. And They didn't give her the lyrics. She gave herself the lyrics. He gave her a beat and told her to write to it. He said it. He said, when I did happy, I said, write something. Clearing the happy. beat in itself is a big deal. How about I'm that? Sorry? One? How about even clearing the beat in itself is a big deal? Somebody I, had to get those records cleared that she did. Well, yeah, but I'm not the Scarface, that. The Scarface joint, like that was, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying without him, right? Without him. We don't definitively know what she would have been, but at that time, the fact that she was associated with him or a part of murdering at that time, that is a large part of her success. That's not like her success is by the affiliation because the brand of Murder Inc. was pumping out hits. It wasn't just Ashanti and Irv I'm is a producer. And I'm, not, I'm not taking nothing away from Irv because Irv is a, is a legend, is a genius. He is 100% solidified. But I'm just saying, I would not say that you made this person. I say that you you know how to, you 
know what it takes to create a star. You know what it takes to move records. You know what it takes to do certain things. But as far as creating the music, that was a collaboratory thing. So you can't take that away from her and you can't take that away from him. But I would not just say that way. See, he was in the studio sessions of them two in their creative process is what I'm saying. And he may feel, yo, you owe me more. It don't mean that he's right. It don't mean his claims is accurate. I'm saying inside himself is that, yo, you owe me more. But that's a fucked up mentality because don't nobody owe you nothing. So there you have it. And that's why she's not on his dock. And that's why she's not going to the little stupid tour that you're doing. And I'm not doing none of this shit. And I will never throw up an M again in my life because you think I owe you something. I'm going to show you what I don't owe you. Nothing. Well, well I, I do think it's bigger than just them two because it's Murder, Inc. It's not Irv Gotti. So I think both of their actions is just affecting the whole the whole play, kind of like with Dame and Hove affecting the whole Rockefeller shit. There will never be no Rockefeller reunion. Or fifty yeah, with yeah. G or fifty with G unit. Like Yeah, so it's it's just one person affecting multiple people. But they can still have a murder ink reunion just without her. But you know it ain't no reunion without her. She's a key player. Put J Lo up in there. If you got credits to those songs, you if you, wrote, if you got, he he but, that up first. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you got, if you, if you got the publishing rights to those songs, you can get somebody to sing those songs and go up there and do that. That's nasty. Really a hologram of Ashanti while she alive. That's crazy. Nah, don't do no hologram with her. <laughs> Put J Lo up there. That'll. Hey, I'm that petty. I'm that petty to do the hologram. Yeah, I would I would do it. Fuck it. I'm that only petty. option. Cause I cause look, I own this shit. So I can really exactly. do whatever I want. The crazy thing exactly. is though, he was speaking to his business acumen and saying that when she really when she decided that she wanted off the label, he just let her go. He didn't make her pay no money to get out of nothing. Like he just let her go. And that is part of that human decency aspect that we're talking about because in business had that been a Lior or somebody like that they ain't letting shit go you know what I'm saying they ain't letting nothing go without you paying so Lior said, I would have kept Irv Gotti at 60k <laughs> sweating <laughs> sweating profusely <laughs> he was mad as hell he said that he did yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but the doc, I enjoyed the first part. I'm gonna catch the second part. And um, if you if y'all haven't seen it out there, y'all should check it out too, especially if you was there for. Um, and on the on the topic of not owing anybody anything, y'all definitely don't owe me anything, but I am gonna promote my event and plug it one more time because it's happening <laughs> this Sunday. So if you are in the Atlanta area, make sure that y'all go to the link in my bio, RSVP. Make sure you do, because we won't be taking tickets at the door. So RSVP, it's only $5. Like, yeah, I can't be out here talking all this money talking, not not and complain about the five. Like, just don't come if that's what it is. But don't you can't complain about the five. Um, but make sure, you know, if you're in the area, you're looking for a vibe, you're looking to connect with some entrepreneurs or, you know, people in business. Make sure y'all come out. Link is in my bio. Hitting Gems, August 21st. And on that note, want to remind everybody out there to make sure that y'all tell them a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything real. Uh, you want to sit more on my living room floor. Play Nintendo with Caesarino. Pick 